very old. You don't look very old to me. <laughs> when, when I think of event organizers, I think of uh, old people. We are young and uh, young in business. <laughs> I think of people who can't like can't can't compete anymore, so they default to um. That's kind of <laughs> Roman events. I didn't expect that's kind, of, that's kind of still me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam and Kelly, right? Yes. Nice to meet you, Sevon. That's Caleb down there at the bottom. Uh, pleasure. Uh, nice to meet you, Bob. It, it, it's almost showtime for you guys. We're getting there. Uh, November 1st to the 21st is the online qualifier. Correct. Awesome. Um, Fight for the fittest. Give me the history. Who's, whose idea is that uh, competition? Um, the main idea came from Sam. Um, I'm and just, do you uh, go, you're crazy. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty, um, that's, that's pretty much what I tell him every day. Um, but it started with, um, good friends of ours were opening a gym. Sam, you know, was saw a hole in the market in our area for some good individual competitions. So it was supposed to be this big grand opening for our friend's gym. We were going to rent the place and just do this huge event. Um, we had a couple of setbacks. The gym opens late. We had to cancel. Then COVID hit. We had to cancel again. So our first Why year, do you have to cancel online competition? Oh, it wasn't online. It was in person. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So originally it was supposed to be all in person. Um, so we actually canceled twice before we ever even got, you know, got off the ground. Um, our first year during COVID, we did go online just to kind of get our feet wet, have some fun. And, you know, it was a small little event online, but we had some international participants. It was, you know, it was fun. So after that last year, 2021, we finally yeah. got to run in-person events. So we did an in-person at a local gym, RX Fit in uh, Rocky Point in Long Island, which is our good friend's gym. It, we had 100 individual competitors through intermediate and um, RX divisions. We had a ton of vendors and it was just a blast. I mean, we had so much fun doing it. We had great feedback from you know, all the athletes involved. So we decided to do a partner series online as our kind of second event of that year. Right, Cause it's like two days before we're done with this event. I'm like, all right, we got to do another one right away. <laughs> you know what? I, um, I was getting that vibe from, um, I get that vibe from Dave at the games, even before the games is finishing, he's thinking about next year. And, and, uh, recently, um, Jr. did crash crucible and I, I could tell as the weekend went on and I was texting him, this event was like inspiring him. He was already like, leaving to why next year's is going to be better yeah it's funny i actually reached out to him on instagram he, he's actually really uh nice and was, was very helpful to talk to me and we kind of had the same uh philosophies and processes but you know i talked to him about the troubles that we've run into or that have slowed us is because we we're not gym owners right and then in the the competition especially that kind of the local realm that's kind of rare uh usually people run it out of their gym they build it up and that's the guys uh you know who do the mac uh challenge and um you know a lot of the qualifiers they have gyms so that, that's kind of held us up. And he was able to give us some really good advice, which is keep going, keep slow, you know, don't go too big. And that's what Kelly does. I want to do like the four day event already, you know, let's take a big loan and do all that. She's like, no, nah, chill out. <laughs> it, you're kind of making me think of what it's like running a podcast. You have to go every single fucking day right. or at least every other day. You have to be consistent and you just have to be patient. You got to grind. And, yeah. You just, you have to grind. And then every, and then every year, maybe a couple more people come. The, the yeah. crazy part is, is if like, imagine if the first year you had 20 people at your competition and then every year you double for 10 years, you'd be bigger than like probably the games. Yeah. I mean, that's just, how fast that shit just explodes. I mean, just you like stick you, with it, just focus like you do, like focus on putting out quality product, put out a good product, 
make sure people are happy, do your thing and people, you know, either hate it or love it, but you know, you keep doing your thing. So fight for the fittest. Um, you have, when's the, when's the deadline to register? The registration deadline for the online qualifier is November 15th. And the reason we do an online qualifier is because here in New York, it's not, you know, 85 degrees and sunny all the time by you. Uh, you know, we have a kind of a restriction on how many people we can have inside a gym uh, in January. It gets kind of cold uh, right. and snowy. So that's why we do that for the the, uh, the winter event. The other one that we ran in September, an individual one, was just open registration. And we had 100 athletes at that. Yeah. So this was our second year doing the individual. We actually teamed up with uh, Christian Harris and Move Fast, Lift Heavy this year. Um, we met Deb at our first event that we held at our friend's gym. She, you know, kind of reached out to us. We figured it would be a fun collaboration for us to work together. So this year's events are being held at Move Fast, Lift Heavy for the in-person events in Ronkonkoma, New York. Um, Ron who? Ronkonkoma. Ronkonkoma. Sounds like a a porno name, right? Ronkonkoma. Sounds crazy. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so these workouts this year, usually, uh, Sam writes our workouts along with, you know, the business is owned by Sam and I, we have a really close friend, um, Dr. Haley Queller, who is our lead judge. She helps us out of the goodness of her heart. She's a fantastic CrossFit athlete. So usually our workouts are written between Sam and and Haley. They kind of work together to put those out. And this year, Christian Harris is actually writing our workouts as part of our collaboration. So all workouts are going to be written and demoed by him and the online qualifier, you know, will just get people to qualify to come in person, you know, at his gym and compete in January. If the, the, it says the competition, you're saying the deadline to register is the 15th, but it says the competition here on the Instagram starts on the first. That's just the opening for registration or. So that's when uh, they have to start doing the workouts. So all the workouts will be released ahead of time. It's not like the open where you get one each week. You'll have all three uh, beforehand and you have the three weeks to complete the three workouts at your leisure. Anyone else do that? Um, some competitions do that, um, especially with partners and teams. It allows people to coordinate their schedules a little bit. Um, you know, we also do that because we want people to know what the workouts before and we want people to register, you know. If and have, you could uh, get some really insane times, right? If, yeah. you, if, you, if it's three workouts and you have three weeks to do them – you, I mean, theoretically, you could give it your best effort three times. Yeah, we got some really fit fit partners last time. It was really impressive. So then the 21st, the online qualifiers closes November 21st. And then approximately two months later, on January 28th, 2023, will be Fight for the Fittest live finals. Correct. And those are in um, Ron Konkama. Yes, correct. Okay. Wow. And how many people will go to that? We'll have 15 teams from each division. So they'll in be in the RX category. Yeah. Only RX category. So there'll be a male, 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 female, female, female division. So 15 in each division. Do you guys actually um, uh, uh, provide, um, do your payouts? Do you guys give the prize money or do, is it just imaginary like the other events? It's just, it's just imaginary money. <laughs> Kelly may not follow um, that. A lot of the, Uh, yeah i haven't heard that well in in europe and in canada you just um you go to the event and you win and 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 you you don't get paid but it's okay it's it's not it's not it's not that big of a deal it might be a big deal in ron Konkama, but not in europe or no in new york in new york if you don't get paid you know someone's coming to get you so everyone gets. And i've seen that arm wrestling competitions i said that yesterday on the show i said if that happens at an arm wrestling competition a fight breaks out you can't do that. No, this yeah. we we pride ourselves on on our reputation. So you know we have great sponsors actually too. Um, 
you know, last time everyone on the podium got a free pair of shoes from Reebok, uh, Mobility Wall, Tolte Bar C4, not to just like throw names out, but, <laughs> you know, like these, these, these companies have um, been with us from the beginning and have been very generous. And we've tried to utilize a lot of that. So that way it doesn't come out of our pocket. Uh, but we also do add in prizes, but everyone yeah. walks away with something. So the online qualifier, we always do um, prizes for the top three teams, just like it was, you know, if it was in person, um, the prize packages for the online qualifier aren't as large. But, you know, one thing that we really love that we think sets us apart from a lot of local competitions is our prize packages. Because, you know, Sam's competed a bunch. I don't compete, but Sam's competed a bunch. And, you know, I look at the athletes and they bust their butts, they train, they work hard all day. And then, you know, they walk home with a pat on the back, which is great, but, you know, it's nice to kind of get rewarded for your hard work. So I know a lot of the feedback we got from our last event from our podium winners was they felt like professional athletes. Like they thought it was really cool to walk away with a thousand dollars worth of prizes. Yeah. Um, you know, special, you know, packages being mailed to them from, you know, big name companies yeah. like Reebok and everyone and- gets a shirt, everyone gets a headband, John gives us uh, headbands to give to all of our athletes and, and our staff. So we try to hook people up because we want people to happy. It's a trip how that changes for people. So people who go to the games for the first time, they're so excited that when they get back to their room, they open their backpack and there's enough clothes to cover their bed. And by the time you're a third, third time games athlete, you're just like, just chuck the bag. I, and, and it was like that for me too. When I first started, like when CrossFit first came around, like, oh my God, uh, I can't believe New, New Reebok gave me one pair of shoes. Then by fucking 2017 and uh, my head got all big, I was like, I need 10 froning shirts, I need 17 <laughs> pairs of shoes in my room, and I want them laid out already when I get there. Thank you. <laughs> Have I, someone dress you too. Would be I nice. know you can't believe I'd get like that, but but it happens. I could believe it. So these people are stoked. Yes. Yeah. They get the shaker. There's like a shaker bottle in their bag, bag of protein, some clothes, shoes. They're being treated well. They built yeah. up to the event. It's in a it's in a nice facility. Yeah, yeah we, we have photographers. We have videographers. We try to, you know, we try to, uh, you know, highlight the athletes. I mean, you're, you're training hard. You're busting your ass for a while. You know, you deserve to be uh, given credit. Um, who who should register for fight for the fittest? So for the online qualifier, really anybody can. Um, we have a scale division. Uh, we also have an RX division. We try to make the workouts accessible. Bottom line is if you're able to do the open, you're able to do these workouts. Uh, if you're in the gym and you're RX and your class workouts, you can take these workouts. Um, we have a lot of people that do travel. We have people come from, from Massachusetts, Connecticut, uh, Virginia, Virginia, Pennsylvania. So we have all those teams signed up already. It's worth the trip. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's absolutely worth the trip. We do this. For those people, we we really do it for those people. Like we both have have real jobs. Like we, we have real professions and uh, full time jobs. We you know we don't make hundreds of thousands of dollars from this. And for the amount of hours that we put into it, we probably make less than minimum wage. Um, you know we do this because we're trying to build something for the athletes, for the community. Do you have sympathy for those people um, who, in all honesty, um, for the people who weren't able to pay out the prize money, those event organizers? Because part of me, no, no sympathy. Well, how about this? Those people couldn't even compete in those countries for two years. No, you you say something, you do it. I mean, one thing it. we, we pride ourselves on is that we, you know, we want our event to be known for its integrity. So, you know, we have policies in place, we say things, but we always try to do what's best for our athletes. You know, for example, we've had you know, prizes that were supposed to be direct shipped from companies and, you know, they get lost in the mail or something happens, you know, which just happened recently. And I went out of pocket and ordered that prize just so that athlete could have it because they earned it. You know, it's not their fault that, you know, FedEx 
did something with it. But luckily, um, I have Kelly to make sure I don't promise anything that <laughs> that I can deliver. Uh, would you Would you allow me if I I know this is going to be hard for you guys to believe. Would you allow Jeremy and I, who are um, a one week transition, to enter the women's masters division? Okay. So uh, I, never I mind. You don't even have to answer that. Sorry. I was actually hoping we would get through the whole episode without talking about COVID or gender. But no you, problem. No problem. No problem. Have, no, Let's talk about how. You do whatever you want. That's Let's talk problem. about how nice uh, Christian Harris's body is and um, and why um, what you say you're partnering with them. What do they actually do? They just what, what do they do? What's he what's he provide? So, he, you know, him doing the programming has actually been really nice. and It's been a, a load off of me. Um, you know, he, he's very good with programming, very knowledgeable. And then also, you know, his brand of Move Fast with Heavy clothing line and his brand, which is himself, uh, you know, has brought a lot more attention to our uh, competition series. Uh, their gym is, facility is fantastic as well. It's a beautiful facility. It's set up for a competition. Um, and then uh, his his uh, manager, Deb uh, Graff, has been fantastic. She's helped us make so many contacts in the business that, frankly, we couldn't uh, do by ourselves. Um, is this um, – do you see this just going on forever, Fight for the Fittest? Do you see it growing just every single year and just keep doing it? That's the goal. That's I, would my, like. I would like to see us doing a multi-day event. Uh, at a larger venue with an equipment sponsor. Um, and there's no reason why we can't. There's nothing like that here in the Northeast. Uh, there's nothing like that in New York. Um, there's a demand for it. And uh, I think it just, we have to be patient and do it slowly. It must, be a, it must be a crazy learning curve. I remember um, just one time, um, I, I can't remember exactly what I'm, you know, the spirit of what I'm going to say is true. I don't know if what I'm saying is true, but basically Greg's like, oh, Dave, let's do that at the ranch. And Dave's like, okay, it was some event. I don't even think it was a competition. It was just some some gathering. And he said, um, and there were going to be like 500 people there. And then right away I heard like Paula Gravat was there and she was making a list of things that need to be done. And it was like order, you know, like 20 porta potties or something. And I'm like, oh shit, I wouldn't have even thought of that. But you can't just have 500 people show up to the fucking middle of nowhere and there not be fucking some water to drink and some place to shit and piss. Yeah. And it's like, that's like the bare minimum, but you don't think of that. You just think, Oh yeah, just come over. It's not a big deal. Just come over. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been a learning curve. Fortunately, sorry, our dog is jumping. Um, fortunately it's, uh, you know, we've, we've had successful events from the beginning and the learning curves have kind of just been, you know, little, but yeah, I mean, the goal is to make the learning curve not cost you too much money, you know? As <laughs> oh, always, right. Right. As long as you, you know, like you saw over in Europe, you know, you make mistakes, but uh, do the right thing and and don't overreach. And I think that's what I was talking about with JR. And I spoke to a couple other event organizers and they said, don't overreach too fast. Like stay, stay smaller as long as you can uh, build up your name, your reputation, and then, and then start to expand. And that I think will limit those, you know, trial by error. Trial do by you, fire. do you, is the goal to grow bigger or more prestigious? Why can't they be the same? Right. Right. Yeah, I think because, fortunately too, we have a good team. You know, it's really for the most part just Sam and I running the business. But having our, you know, our friend Haley who helps us out, we all kind of bring different things to the table that help, you know, balance out and and prevent us from having any of those big errors. You know, uh, where we'll come up with an idea and we love it. Haley might come in and say, "Wait, you didn't think of this." Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it is reputation because over here in. in you know, in New York and on Long Island, it's, uh, you know, there's like a gym every five miles. There really is. And for the first year, uh, nobody would promote us. No one would, would uh, repost our stuff. And then once people started to realize that we don't own a gym, like we weren't going to steal their members, 
the, the gym owners around here really come around. To oh, me. that's nice. People, not, people, you don't own a gym. You're not in competition with them. Right. People right. would message us and they would say, well, how much is the membership for your gym? And I was like, dude, I don't have a gym. I right. have a job, like, you know, like a other job, not that that's not a job. Right. Um, but like, you know, I, I got to go to work. Um, and once people got, you know, got to know us and that's why we kind of actually put ourselves out there on social media a lot. You're like I have a job. I'm not a PE teacher. Get right. the fuck out of here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I work more than 180 days a year. Can I see Caleb, can I see the classes that people can enter uh, fight, fight for the fittest? There is uh, just the, is it broken down somewhere? Like it says like old people and the ages or like, no, only- so- Right, right now we just kind of have like a, an open, um, registration. So it's either RX or scaled and then, okay. um, divided right. up based off of the partners. Right. Old people are encouraged to compete wherever they want. And we, uh, we actually have, uh, so had- there's two divi- as of now, there's two divisions this year, RX and scaled. Correct. There's for, no ages or anything that, that no. madness. So okay. Partner series, it's RX and scaled. And then just for our individual event that we run in late summer, early fall, that one that we just uh, finished up, it's actually RX and intermediate. Um, that's for individual competitors, not for partners. And a lot of our masters compete in that intermediate division. How many events do you do a year? Right now we have two. Uh-huh. Um, and we're hoping to do another one, hopefully in spring. And whether that's a team event, which is uh, very uh, few around here, or something else, yeah. we're uh, still in talks of that. So. Are yeah. you are you interchanging the terms partner and team? No, partner is so- two, team is four. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so right now we have our individual and our partner; those are what we run currently. Okay, uh, well, thank you for everything. Yeah. Thank, thanks for uh, uh, sponsoring the show. Uh, if there's anything we can do to help, um, if you get good clips and you want us to show them. Uh, Fight, fight for the fittest. It's awesome. Awesome meeting you guys. I'm stoked. Yeah, we love the show. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah, for having yeah. us. Thank you. And, and we almost skirted all the uh, the main topics. But we, yeah, I warned her. Yeah, yeah. Much yeah, so. we, did, we did pretty good. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Have a good show. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Thank you. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I need a one minute. Uh, I need a 90 second break. Caleb and I are going to drop in the back. And then Will Brandstetter, we are at um 18 19 we're gonna need to cut like two minutes out of the middle of the show when we go to youtube caleb and i will be back in two Ah, much better. Woo. Um, back at nineteen forty nine.
Randstetter, in case you're the one who ends up cutting this out. I think it was 1819 to 1949. Is that it? I think you can clip that right in YouTube. Uh, I want to play this clip. I didn't send you this in the, in the, in the notes. Um, I found this after I sent you the notes in the morning. So I'm going to play this one. Uh, I don't even know if I should share shit like this because it's so fucking scary. This is this kind of shit that scared me as a little kid. This is a site. I'm trying to get this guy on the show, Quiver Quantitative. He says, oh, hey, I'm not, I'm, I, I can't really speak to your audience. You're, you guys are CrossFitters and, and I'm not a CrossFitting Instagram. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I'm like, I'm not a CrossFitting show. I'm still in denial. But um, l- listen to this. This is talking, he, he follows the stock market and here he says something about, noticing through his algorithm and the stuff he looks at at the internet that the United States bought $270 million worth of drugs to, uh, in case there's nuclear fallout. The department of human health services just bought $270 million of nuclear emergency drugs. For context, I track government contracts on my website so I can invest in them before everyone else finds out. And just today I saw that the HHS bought 240,000 doses of a drug called end plate, which costs about $1,200 per dose. That's a little concerning that they only got 240,000 doses. The drug is produced by Amgen, a massive pharmaceutical company, and is used to treat radiation sickness. This comes as NATO just announced it lost track of a Russian nuclear submarine in the Arctic Circle. And the reason that this is such a big deal is that this submarine is believed to be carrying a weapon called the Poseidon Weapon System, which I quote, has the ability to create a 1,600-foot nuclear tsunami. Amgen stock has been bought. I, I don't know if I believe that. I don't either. A sixteen hundred foot tsunami. I, that that's a wave. That's a that's a uh, a quarter of a mile. Sixteen hundred feet high or sixteen hundred feet like in distance. Sixteen sixteen hundred. Ah! Susan, could you tell I was stressed to the max this morning? <laughs> yeah. You're such a good dude. Look at you fucking buy old shit, and you're still helping me, holding my hand through the hard times. We actually just finished a Colosseum tour, and we're standing in the middle of ancient Rome right now. So dope, dude. That's a massive, like, temple. And then all the uh, stuff you can see over there. God, that's cool. And this is Grace, who's been very patient this whole time. God, you're hot, Grace. Look at you. You're <laughs> even hotter in Rome. <laughs> but yeah, this is it. Dude, you're stoked. Holy cow. Look at that temple. Hey, what would happen if you had to take a piss really bad and you just took a piss, like, on that wall right there? It's funny that you mentioned that because that's what I actually have to do right now. But our tour, like our whole tour guide thing just ended. That's what these uh, headphone thingies are. And I just checked it on the show and I freaked out because I only saw the wallpaper. And I was like, oh, God, something bad happened. (laughs) Hey, hey, no, they were great. Hey, Sam and Kelly were great. That fight to the fittest segment was awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, they hit it out of the park. They were killer. All right, Grace is telling me not to yell. I'm interrupting other tours. Hey, anyway. wait, turn around again. Turn around again. Look in the back back there. Uh, keep spinning. Keep spinning. More, more, more. It's outside of the Coliseum. I saw something. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, st- oh, stop. It's right behind your head, I think. No, no, but way back. It's like it's like a mile from you. I thought I saw something that looked like the Arc de Triomphe, that thing that they have in France. Did I see? Oh, there it is. You see it way back there? What is that way back there? Good job, Sousa. What is that yeah. thing? That you. 
So that's an arc that was dedicated to Tito, who is one of the emperors of Rome that went and robbed Jerusalem so they could finish the Colosseum. He robbed the Jews? Yeah. Of Fuck that dude. Like 3,000 uh, slaves, and then they, they brought all Wait, the white slaves? Wait, white slaves? Yeah, probably. I'm not sure they're melatonin, but yeah. Jew, Jew slaves? Oh, it's always funny 3,000 years later. Don't worry. It's been 3,000 years. It's You can joke about the Jew slaves now. And then, I can't believe see, you're there. You can see some other stuff, too. So that bell tower that you see, uh, or maybe you guys can't see it. Yeah, yeah, I see it. That's from Game of yeah. Thrones and shit. Yeah, so that's actually, that's not that old. It was only built in the 1300s. And then this temple that you guys are seeing here was built in like 500 AD. It's been restored a couple times. And then these are all the ruins of uh, ancient Rome here. Just a couple of the pillars and stuff still stand. Crazy. Hey, where's the sewage system? Can you charging people for tours? Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Hey, can you? Is the sewage system above ground? Can you see? Like they're like, yeah, the shit used to flow down the street right here. I always liked that part as a kid. Yeah. So they still have the aqueduct. You could see more of it, like inside the Colosseum of the way it worked, because the Colosseum was actually originally the place. God, this Colosseum must have smelled good. I don't think you could see the Colosseum. It's a bit too much of a walk to get back there. But um, they actually had to drain a river. I mean, not a river, but they had to drain a whole entire lake in order to build it to where it was at. So they were actually really efficient with their way that they built the drainage system, which actually allowed it. Now, this is semi-controversial, but I guess they allowed it to fill it with water as well, and they could reenact naval uh, battles inside of it. Please, no controversial stuff on this show. (laughs) Speculation of if it's true or not. But yeah, so that was a... and then another funny thing is when the um, the middle like the medieval times came in after this had already been abandoned for a while, they didn't use any of the sewage system, which therefore ushered in tons of like um, unsanitary things, which helped usher in the the black plague. Wow, M- meaning the water yeah. just stood there stagnant and shit. Yeah, like there was nothing that flowed in or out, and they had no way to clean any stuff, anything out. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, there's your ancient Rome. Uh, hey, when do you come back? There's so much dra- fun drama I get to fill you in on when you come back. <laughs> I've been seeing a little bit of it. I'm, I'm excited. And you'll be happy to know that we, uh, you'll be happy to know she's not happy that we're coming back. But we, we come back tomorrow. This is actually yes. our last night. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so check this out. These uh, women here are actually. I like women. I like women. What are these women doing? I don't see any women. Oh yeah, yeah, I see them. And that's um, that's how they have to clean it. Look, she's standing on some of the ruins to clean the other ruins. That's like the kind of shit my kids would do. They're cleaning the marble pieces by hand because that's how they have to clean each piece of it. Hey, uh, job security. Hey. See. Hey, dude, you could bring a fucking. You could. You it could looks just. Like she's painting it. But they're actually that's actually how they clean and restore each piece of marble. I wonder if that's like some ethnicity's job. Do you know what I mean? Like in the United States, like if you go out to the fields in, in California, like everyone there's from the fucking <laughs> south of the border. I wonder yeah, if it's all right. like Belarusians, people oh. from Belarus. Yes, we come here and clean the marble. Oh, okay, bye. Well, nice talking to you. You're a good dude. Uh okay, where the fuck were we? Nuclear subs. He's, I'm all bringing the show down, and he's coming in and saying nice shit. He's trying to teach us about Roman history. Do they have McDonald's in Rome? Fair, legit question. No shit, they've got McDonald's in Rome. 
like the yeah. farthest distance between McDonald's is like 1300 miles and it's between Pro- like Canada and Alaska or something. That's the really, that's where the uh, biggest gap is. Yeah. Otherwise everything else is like within a couple hundred miles of each, of each other. Probably North Africans. Fair. Uh, you can start by a direct flight to London, stop for a few days, take the train to Paris, then a flight to Italy. I don't know what that means, but hi. It's always nice to see your face. So anyway, there's a Russian nuclear sub that's that's uh, on its way here with the Poseidon in it. You don't believe the 1,600-foot tsunami, quarter-mile high tsunami? I don't. Mm, yeah, I don't understand how it's going to be a six. I don't understand how it will get that big. I also... I don't understand how it's going to be radioactive either. Like, is it because it's a nuke, it's a nuke and I'll just like make all of the water radioactive and then it's just going to flood. What do you America? do? You fire the nuke straight into the ocean floor. Is that how they do it? No, you could do it where you launch it and then it has like a timer on it. So like it gets a certain distance and then it'll just explode on a timer. That would just make a, a wave isn't a tsunami. That's a tidal wave. A tsunami is basically the ocean floor shifts and the water is displaced and the water starts coming in one direction. That's why like a tsunami, if the, even if the wave's only two feet high, you're fucked because it's two mm. feet high and it's quadrillion billions of gallons of water coming on. with no, You know what I mean? It's basically just a wall of water. And even if it's two feet high, it's fucking a nightmare. Whereas a tidal wave is like, maybe he just got his words all fucked up. But a 1,600-foot displacement would mean that the, earth, the, the the ocean floor would have to shift and then, the, you know what I mean? And then the water starts going because yeah. it has to move somewhere want, else. If that's the case, then yeah, you just launch it at the fucking ocean floor. I don't like the Poseidon missile so much or nuclear subs, especially off the West Coast. Not no super life. thrilled about that. Well, I mean, it'll be on the East Coast. You're good for at least a few days. Uh, there's there's, there's one more thing I want to show you. Oh, a couple things. Sorry, these aren't on our notes. Say that again. It'll take three days to get over here, you think? It'll take a few days before you get any sort of nuclear problems. Good. I have to talk to my wife about some shit. We got to get some shit organized before there's a nuke. You might um, want to just start making a fortress yesterday i filled my um uh gas tank and it was 6.99 a gallon for gas that was the cheap shit i live in california i live about 70 miles uh south of san francisco yeah my gas is 6.99 a gallon i i want to tell you like i don't care I want to tell you that I don't care, but I just keep seeing all this crazy shit about them saying that gas prices are dropping. And for where I live, gas prices are just going up. That's the most expensive I've seen was yesterday. Six ninety nine for like 85 yeah. octane or something or 87, 87 at what the Chevron. Fuck? I also want to show you, I know it's, 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 it's crazy, but I was seeing that like Biden and people were saying that it's two ninety nine, and it's crazy. I saw this thing where they asked the lady, the um you know the lady who talks to the press corps yeah i don't know with the fro um they asked yeah. her like what's going on with the gas prices and it's so crazy the way she blames <laughs> she's terrible dude it's so crazy that this administration thinks it's okay to blame people imagine if your wife came home and you were banging some chick and you just blamed them like sorry i just i just have an addiction i just have to be banging chicks like you, you that doesn't work Sorry, it's all Putin's fault for. Yeah, stop with the Putin's gas. fault. 
like, no, it's your fault for not allowing us to generate more fuel and stateside oil derricks. Um, let me see. I want to open this and then I'll give the controls over to you. Um, if you did this to my child, what I'm about to show you, I would find out where you live and I would scare the fuck out of you in a way that's 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 unfathomable to all of mankind. I would do something so scary. I wouldn't touch you, wouldn't hurt you, but I would make sure that you felt fear beyond your imagination. And I would do it without breaking the law. And I would repeat it over and over and over until I saw the fucking yellow bus come and put you in a straight jacket and take you away. You are, you are, you are, God damn it. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. One last shot, just so you okay. can see the. Oh, that's video. beautiful, Susan. Nice that's to it. join the show. This is this oh. is this is fantastic. Hi. 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 Oh my God, where are you? What happened to that <laughs> building? Is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, it survived. Don't worry. It's only been around for about two thousand years. Oh, I like the DEI shot you got. You got a girl. You got an independent woman in your shot and a black guy. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, you're also so, really loud on the speaker. By oh, phone, sorry. So. <laughs> sorry. He didn't speak English. He didn't speak English. Sorry. Good. We're staying sorry. I didn't mean room. to call you a girl, Grace. You have a woman. Sorry. You have a woman. Sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, just wanted to give you that shot. I'll quit interrupting. Yeah, that's very nice. Guys later. That's right. Hey, that's if beautiful. there's any nudity, just chime right back in. Uh, we'll do. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, bye. The fuck? Where the fuck were we? This fucking guy showing off that he's in. That was actually cool. That was really cool. We're an international show. Now listen, where was I? Threat. Do not. I. No matter what any of these parents do, did to this or do to this woman after they or the man or whatever this thing is that does this to these kids, I don't care. I don't care. This is this is one of the craziest things I, I've fucking seen on the internet. It's so fucking ridiculous. This is a daycare worker. What the fuck is going on? Hey dude, if you walk into if you walk into my house wearing that and you were like my best friend, I'd hit you with a bat. What the fuck? I know this is even hard to watch, right? Look, that other kid's like plugging. Look, you're touching the kid. Get, are you, get the fuck out of here. I can't even watch it. I'm done. I'm done. How fucking deranged do you have to be? I'm done. That's disgusting. Yeah, sorry, Bailey. I should, I, I actually didn't, I, I, yeah, liver king out. Right. I know. Sorry. 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 Come back. Come back. Sorry insane dude imagine the insane here's the thing that person works at a fucking daycare clinic what are, why aren't the other workers saying something why are they filming that yeah that's what i'm saying adam the, yeah this is um yeah how yeah dead she'd be dead i know I, I i don't understand how anyone thinks it's okay do not for those of you who don't have kids yet 
do not just if you see people with kids, leave them alone. They don't want to be bothered by anyone. No one wants to be just look what the look what the animal kingdom does if you mess with their kids. You die. That's what happens. Yeah. Uh okay. I, I want to anoint um, Bill Grundler as possibly the best guest this uh, show has ever had. I spoke about this yesterday. What an amazing guy. Um, I need to have more people on the show who have such like life experience. I mean, cause it was like, we didn't, need, I feel like we didn't even get the show going. He was, he, he, I mean, there's just endless shit to talk about cause father, firefighter, school teacher, CrossFitter. I mean, he's just done it so much. Right. And it's he's like, got a lot of experience. I didn't realize he'd done all that stuff. What do you want to talk about? He's got he's got perspective on so much shit. Impressive. Yeah. Man, the notes are out of control. Oh, did I not get down to Okay. Let's just let's just start at the top and race through these. Fuck it. It's the only way I'm going to get through them all. Okay. Uh okay, so 47. Okay, 47. Uh, this is, um, the lady, I wish I could say her name. I always screw up her name. She's from Prager. You, uh, young, young lady. And th- I, I often try to, uh, say this on this show and, and I don't say it as well. I think as she did, um, although she doesn't hit it out of the park either, but, but she's trying to, she's basically talking about why it's important or, or what the and relevance is for when someone who's black speaks up about, um, what's going on, uh, in race relations and takes the, takes the perspective that she does. What's her name again? It starts with an A. Amala? Anyway. Um, uh, start at like 944. I just want you to just, and this is why I say this about people who are obese <laughs> should be speaking up against COVID vaccines. Black people should be speaking up about human rights. Oh, this lady is a fucking complete nut job. She's Armenian. I'm so bummed. And then the second, the third thing is, um, there was another one. But people should be, women should be speaking up about the importance of needing men. I mean, everyone. Anyway, go, go, go on, please. Here we go. But only because of the environment that leftism has created. Like, it shouldn't be necessary for me looking like myself to be the one who talks about race and from a conservative perspective. But leftists have created that environment where it takes somebody like me to say the things that I say to be listened to. So, and also, she said herself, the left's not a monolith. But in the same breath, it's like so. But you get that what you're saying. That's it. It's just that piece is. She, she knows it's ridiculous, but she understands the importance of someone with melanated skin to be speaking out about the nonsense behind what also, is and also, these accusations from the left about about this sort of systemic racism, and, and that and that the, and that the way it's being presented is damaging um, the culture. She's great. I, I, in ten years, she's going to be a powerhouse. That might be a future president of the United States, right there. Okay, uh, number 48, Kanye West. This is another great one. Kanye went on uh, Tucker Carlson, I guess, yesterday or the day before. Um, and this, this is the point. I wish I could have said it as well as Kanye. I have no one, no one cares. No, no one cares if you're, um, if you're, if you're obese, like r- really no one cares. It's just like Greg didn't care if someone drank Coca-Cola. The thing was, is he didn't want Coca-Cola inserting in the in, in health science. Saying you could exercise away 20 Cokes a day. No, you can't. You cannot. And that so listen what Kanye says about obese people here. Here we go. If someone thinks it's attractive to each his own, it's actually clinically 
unhealthy and for people to to promote that um it's a it's demonic you know what can i ask i've noticed this also yeah why do you think they would want to promote unhealthiness among the population it's a genocide of the black race they want to kill us in any way they can planned parenthood was made by margaret sanger a known eugenics with the kkk and i believe that if we saw ourselves and you pause more oh no finish that last thing if we saw ourselves more as go ahead as we saw ourselves as a people and not a race then we would treat our people better like okay if you pause. go to a there jewish person so i don't i don't know about the demonic stuff i don't know anything about that and i and uh and uh and i don't know about the desire to kill uh all people black people but all that other shit he said anyone can look that up eugenics margaret sanger planned parenthood there's no tinfoil hat shit there guys it's all you can you can go onto the planned parenthood site and see it the origins of planned parenthood are terrifying terrifying uh I, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but Planned Parenthood needs to be shut down. I, there's some there's some more clips coming up, and the, and uh, they are now they are now openly they have commercials. They've used our tax dollars, and they've created commercials to lure young kids. And I use the word lure accurately to uh, lure young kids in to um, tell them that if you're not comfortable going through puberty, you're not sure if you want to be um, go through puberty. That we will give you beta blockers and give you time to think about. Uh, what choices need to be made. I don't even know what those choices are. No one, no one should get those choices. That's not the way. Well, I don't know if no one should get those choices, but those choices aren't going to help anyone taking beta blockers and slowing down your puberty. So there's, so you can be patient and think clearly and make a decision more about what you want your sex to turn out like that. I guarantee you that's a failure 100% of the time. There's a lag. Oh, my internet. I don't have country internet. My internet's fucking dope. It might be better now. I think it might have been me. Yeah, Caleb's clear as crisp now. It was me. Anyway, uh, from what I've seen of that interview, Kanye's just on point. He's killing it again. Uh, Number 50, uh, legal. Legal. I know, women's sports. I am kind of excited to see men take over women's sports just from a... The, the absurdity of it all. Oh, so who plays volleyball? Volleyball is this legal? Watch, watch this. I, I I saw this and I'm like, how in the? Is this even legal? Can you use your feet? You can't use your hands in soccer, right? Even on accident. If I kick the right. ball and it hits your hands, you're done. Right. Stop the game. Free kick. Right. Correct. Okay, this is, I think this is volleyball I'm watching. I don't even know. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> That's way better than yesterday. <laughs> and he gives the dog pointing to his name on the back of his jersey. That is unreal. You can kick in volleyball. Holy shit, Heidi. Wow. Yeah, you can. Wow. You can use any body part. It's just easier to use your hand, I think. Wow. That was pretty impressive. He went all out for that one. All right. Well, there you go. You just saw the greatest 
fucking volleyball shot of all time in the history of this uh, sport. Uh, 51, you think this is a joke. For those of you listening, it was a guy who kicked a, uh, did like, what is that called? A bicycle kick? Bicycle kick, yep. He did a bicycle kick from out of bounds with a volleyball. It hits the net and then rolls over the top of it and he scores the point. I think he had some, he had some like Russian name too, like Abdullah or, or Arab. That, that's a Russian name. Uh, I, I don't know. Arabic, whatever, something, something. He wasn't Irish. Oh, this one's great. Here we go. Here we go. This is fucking bizarre. We even have our own flag. When a girl tells me she loves me, <clears throat> that's when I know it's time to break it off. The second she starts asking me, why don't we ever go out on dates? That's when the clock starts ticking. Look, I can't help it. I want a long-term relationship, but I can't control when that attraction fades. I just have to cycle these girls out every three or four months because I'm trisexual. That's why whenever I meet a new girl, I urge her not to tell me her name. I don't want to know anything about you. That's the only way this will work for me. You have to respect my sexuality. We're trisexuals. We're here and our voices will be heard. My name is Tyler and I'm afraid. Hey, will you look that up for asexual? I think that's real. But here's the thing. Like on the spectrum of shit that like CNN's pushing, that that seems like the fact that you're 15 and you can get your penis chopped off or even 25 and have your penis chopped off. This phrase sexual thing seems tame to me. Right? On the scale of absurdities. Yeah, sure. I don't think that is a joke, Christine. I don't think that is a joke. I think that is a just um, just just go to every frat house in America, and that's what you're going to get. Take notes. Here's what you need to know: phrase sexuality, commitment issues. Apparently, it's not the same as commitment issues. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Like with every sexual identity, there's a spectrum of asexuality. Asexual people might not experience sexual attraction under any circumstance. Really. That there's someone who just never gets horny. I mean, they're damaged goods, though, right? Something happened to you. Yeah, I would imagine you're probably abused as a kid or something. So it's when you lose sexual. So he's using the word wrong. Phrase sexuality or identity associated with losing sexual attraction to a person once an emotional. Oh, oh, okay. I don't think he's so. He did use it right. right. Yeah, you lose sexual attraction to a person once an emotional bond is formed. Like that guy should date a cantaloupe. Just cut a hole in a cantaloupe. Or a jar of peanut butter. Yeah. Jar, wow. Jar of peanut butter. God, do you know how hard would your dick have to be to fuck a jar of peanut butter? Dude, how big does your dick have to be to fuck a jar of peanut butter? <laughs> uh, what's the opposite of asexual? I don't know. Me. Pansexual? I don't know. Is asexual is just when you just, when you, when I, yeah, it's a wow. I, so it's not a joke. It's not a joke. Have have compassion. By the way, all of sec, all of uh, sociology and psychology, n- none of those are real sciences. Those are all lot. That's that's um, that's like David Blaine floating. We all see it, but but we know it's not really happening. Think of all the magic that's out there. That's exactly what um, psychology and sociology. That's what most of the sciences are that they teach in school. There, there's absolutely nothing there. It's all just sleight of hand, trick trickery of of you being just manipulated to believe shit that you think is is working and fitting in your in your head. I had a I had a psychology professor in college, and uh-huh. he played this. He did like this little experiment with us. And he's like, "Hey, I um, I just like this is the start of the class. I'm just going to tell you I like profiled every single one of you." And so he's it's like, "I just 
I've been watching you guys for the past few days. I've been like right, taking notes, all this. He like made a whole show of it. And uh, he goes down the lines and he's like, okay, uh, this is yours. This is yours. He like has it all written down in like a piece of paper. He writes, everybody has their own one essentially. And uh, I think there's like 20 people in the class or something. So we all read this like evaluation of ourselves and it says, I don't know. I, I thought it was very specific at the time. I was like 18. So I was like, wow, this is pretty good, I think. And uh, he's like, okay, out of all of you, how many of you think that this is, this is who you are essentially, or like in some capacity. And basically everybody raised their hand. He's like, okay, well now I want you to trade with somebody next to you and read their thing. And it's, we all traded and it was the exact same thing. So every single person had the exact same oh. description of each other. And it was just like a whole fucking farce. And he was, that was like the joke essentially. Is essentially that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty cool that your psychology teacher would do that. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome. I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to think he was a complete fucking creep. If that was, if that story was going to go any other way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It was like, no, I'm just joking with you guys. You guys are all, all the same. Apparently. Would you feel free anyone to call in and answer this or put your comments on the side? Would you leave your wife? I, so I saw this thing the other day and I'm, I'm driving to, uh, um, to a, fr a friend's house to pick up surfboards. And I see this thing next to a whole foods in Santa Cruz and it's a whole wall. And everyone who drives in and out of this whole foods has to see this. This person has turned a, a, a fence. It's not a wall, a fence panel from their house that faces this main intersection that says we, there will never be peace until there's justice. So basically they're threatening violence and then it has people's names. And one of the names on there is George Floyd. Now, yesterday, someone called me a beta. I'm perfectly okay being a beta. You have to know one thing though about, about me. I am so fucking logical at most times and there is no bitch in me. Like none. None, 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 none. And I could, I, we should make a whole show in defining what the difference. There's no bitch in me. And there's bitch, like I see bitches everywhere. Fucking cowards. But this fucking thing said George Floyd. That was one of the fucking things on the wall. There will be no peace until there's justice. Like George Floyd didn't get justice. Now, now I want to, and then so it made me think of this. Would you leave your wife? With Derek Chauvin or George Floyd? N not one person picks George Floyd. He put a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach. He does methamphetamines on the regular. He's always on drugs. He did fentanyl. He does porn. No, no, no one leaves. No one leaves their wife uh, with George Floyd. No one. Would you leave your daughter with Derek Chauvin, the police officer? Or would you leave your daughter with George Floyd? No one lead. No one. I could pick any scenario besides getting raped. If you want someone to get raped, you leave them with George Floyd. You want them to do drugs. You want them to get raped. You want them to have an, a, a, a fucked up interaction with the police. And that's that I'm, I'm, I'm showing you right now. I'm posturing on you guys that that I'm not a bitch. I can think logically. I don't care at the end of the day, what's better for society. 
to leave your wife with George Floyd, your daughter, your best friend, your son, you, who would you rather hang with George Floyd or fucking Derek Chauvin? No one, no matter what you think happened there, no one, nobody feels safe around George Floyd. Have you ever had that friend? Have you ever gone to someone's house and they have a dog that bites and you're there for 20 minutes and the whole fucking time, the dog's like up in your shit and your fucking friend doesn't do shit and all you want to do is leave and you're just like, you're an asshole. They have like a fucking 60 pound pit and he's like growling at you. He follows you from room to room. You get out of the bathroom and he's still there. You guys have all had that friend with that fucking fucked up dog. He's bit half your friends. That's what it's like hanging out with George Floyd. At every moment, there's confrontation, danger. We've all, we, we've all known those crackheads too. Nobody, nobody in their fucking right mind has any interest of leaving themselves or their friends with George Floyd over Derek Chauvin. And yet... That guy, they want justice for him or there's no peace. The, there's people willing to do violence because they think he was done wrong. Those are people who can't think straight. Those are, those are fucked up people. And, and, and the bitches are the people who can't speak out against it. That's why, that's why if there's going to be a nuclear war, it's going to be some idiocy like that. Not thinking big picture. I'd like to hang out with Blade. No, it's not Blaze. It was Blade. It's not Blaze. That guy's name was Blade. I'd hang out with Blade too. Fucking George Floyd. I was fucking disgusted to think that someone would fucking do violence on someone so that George Floyd could get fucking justice. I want to fucking knock on that person's door and be like, are, are you out of your fucking mind? Uh... I talked about this the other day. Um, there was a, uh, there was a, um, I don't know if you saw, but there was a, a post on .com on the Instagram account. This is actually pretty funny. There's a post on .com on the Instagram account and they've pulled it down. And it was uh, a post, I guess, I guess CrossFit.com posted a story about a guy who had COVID and almost died. And in the article, he said he wished he would have taken the vaccine. And then it was posted on CrossFit's Instagram account. And in that Instagram post, there was actually a quote in there that said um, he, he wishes he would have taken the vaccine. So the comments lit up. It became somewhat controversial, right? And you know what? Like, I don't care. It's, like, like, I, like, fine. If he thinks that, he thinks that. Like, good on him. But what really caught my attention is we had this policy at CrossFit never to take anything down once we posted it. And I want to tell you the other two posts that were taken down in the time that uh, in all the time that I could remember ever on CrossFit's Instagram. Maybe there's more, but I'll tell you the. And we posted some controversial shit. Like one time we posted a guy had killed like so many rabbits that he rode on the side of a hill, happy Easter and dead bunnies. I don't know if you guys ever, that didn't go over I so saw. good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that either. Or like we posted pictures of like a dude next to a bear. A dead bear. I didn't like any of that shit, to be honest. I hated that shit. But that was quite the hunt. But so um there was a there was a I think it was the fluffy duck guy made a meme that said some guy in China ate a bat and now I can't do snatches at my at, at my gym. Do you remember that? It was like something yeah. like that. And fucking people flipped out. 
And I don't. I honestly don't see anything wrong with that. Like I, I just if if, if they would have said some Armenian ate a bat, and now we can't, I would be fine with that. Like I don't, I don't see the offense. But so that post got pulled down, and then there was one other post. And are you ready for this? That douchebag CEO that Greg hired that we've talked about so many fucking times on this show. I took a picture of him and his mistress one time, like sitting at a dinner table or something. And I think Greg was in it and it got posted to our Instagram account. His mistress was the one that ended up taking my job. We posted that and that CEO contacted me. I was the director of media at the time. And he said, Hey, you got to take that picture down. Meaning he didn't want his wife to fucking see him with this fucking, you know, chick who's 30 years younger than him that he's banging and so that those are the two we offended china with i guess some bat comment and uh the ceo is banging his mistress who worked for crossfit they, they were both married and sounds like he's very sexual too and that post and then yesterday's post so those are the three posts i know just for a little bit of your crossfit history uh okay um, this, uh, uh, this is going to be, so the other day I get this text and it says, I'm looking at number 55, Caleb. It says, it's a text that comes in on my phone. It says B of a zero eight, three, four, four, three, one is your key con to confirm transfer of $1,795 to Jessica Adams call toll free. One eight 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 five three three thirty four zero five. If you did not make this, one eight 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 five three three thirty four zero five. Oh, well, I didn't make it, so let's call. Let's. What's uh, both? Uh, B of A. Both says, of these uh, Bank of America 0834431 is your key to confirm transfer of seven. So the, basically I get this text saying, hey, someone's trying to transfer money out of your account. If you didn't make that transfer, call this number. Now, I know right away, like, go fuck yourself. Oh, it just happened. You know what I mean? So I call the right. number. I call the number. So, so let's call the number again. This is, I, this is fucking great. You can hear this? Yeah. Oh. Disconnected. Oh, it's busy. Let's try again. Oh, I fucking called him. I'm like, hello? And the lady answers. She goes, yeah. And I'm like, just stay on the line for 15 more seconds for, with me, please. Four, three, two, one. Got you. Ma'am. Uh, this is Detective John Waters. Uh, I'm going to be there in probably in less than three hours. Do not leave the building. And she hangs up. And then I call back again. And I said, ma'am, stay on the line with me. Don't worry. You're only going to be in more trouble if you hang up. She's like, shut up. And she hangs up. Again. <laughs> well, even when you call this number, it's like, um, if, if you lost your credit card, push one. If you're calling about illegal activity, press two. You know what I mean? Like they got it's the got whole like thing set up. What? It's got like a phone tree and everything. So yes, like, oh the whole God, fucking dude. thing. That's impressive. Holy fuck! Everything is a scam. Don't worry. Never do anything. 
Never, d- don't ever respond to anyone. I mean, I get every day my email is like, your FedEx package has been uh, been lost. Please contact this. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Report scam. My FedEx package has been lost. To be fair, though, they did say that USPS or FedEx is just like they've all stolen like millions or billions of dollars worth of packages recently. That that and and I'm fine with that. Steal away, guys. But I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not falling for any scams. Like, oh, you fucking bitches. One eight eight. Eight five three three thirty four zero five one eight 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 five three three thirty four zero five. Darn, I, I was hoping this that was going to be a good bit. Darn, that would have been cool. Darn it, darn it, darn it. And and no one there spoke good English. It was, it was like somewhere from South America. Yeah, like every finally a guy answered. And I'm like, sir, just stay calm. We're not after you. We, we want just want the big fish. Don't just stay calm. He probably was the big fish. Uh, number fifty-six. Uh, here is what I was talking about. This, this is this is over the top with Planned Parenthood. This is we we, we we're done with those guys. Enough. If you want to build a different one, let's start again. You want to do something to help women? I'm I'm fine. Like, but but I mean, look at this. Per- Jesus Christ. Okay. Wait till you guys hear this shit. There's no one-size-fits-all puberty experience. If you're trans, intersex, or non-binary, know that you're not the only one feeling confused. For some intersex people, puberty may start later than age 14. Pause, pause. You might experience some of puberty's changes. Pause. So, so you see what they did there? They just, everyone's confused through puberty. My nose is too big. I have too many pimples. My hair is doing some weird shit. I'm getting titties. I got raped. The other kids beat me up. Some I I I I got erect while looking at gay porn. Like what? kids are seeing porn at eleven now. Of course, everyone's confused. So they sh- throw this blanket out that's saying that basically, like if you're confused, something must be wrong with you. No, if you're confused, your parents don't have you busy enough in other activities, so that this fucking experience can pass through you. These hormonal changes can pass through you while you're fucking being active and engaged. It's because you're sitting at home with your fucking phone having shit like this pumped into your fucking head. Fuck you parents who are giving your kids phones before 15. I have to. It's not safe. I'm worried about my daughter. It's not safe. It's for convenience. You know what someone did tell me the other day? Thank you, Christine. I'm confused too. Um, uh, It's fun. I like being confused though. Uh, Someone told me the other day, get your kid an Apple Watch if you have to do it. They can't surf porn. I was like, wow, brilliant. Right? You like that, Caleb? You can, the, yeah, you can still call him, can't you? Call porn? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you can still call your like, kid. No, like you, yeah, like you yeah. still need to talk to your kids. It's not a bad idea. Uh, I thought, dude, I thought we talked about that typo in your name. Uh, they're targeting young teens at their most vulnerable. I can't read that next sentence. You're censored. You've been censored. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's insanity, the presuppositions they make. It's so, I can't. It's so sad that there's people in the uh, use people in the government using our tax dollars to do this. Okay, uh, how does anyone not have a CEO shirt yet? I don't know if my friends are lying to me or people are lying to me, but they're like, "Dude, it's the coolest shirt ever." It is. They're designing a new one that's going to have a, a, a king's throne hat on top. It's going to be dope. Okay, go, go on. Here we go. 
is and not others. And your body may or may not go through puberty on its own. Wait, wait, there wait. Are medicines you can take to help your body start. Your body may or may not go through puberty on its own. Do you want me to tell you who doesn't go through puberty? Um, kids who are uh, 200 pounds overweight. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. There's no reason you you should not be going through puberty. Super duper obese, and, and by the way, that's um that's it, that's some that does uh, absolutely permanent damage. By the way, the stories on that are fucking horrific. What it does to a boy's penis, if you get a kid who's like eight years old and three hundred pounds, it's fucking, it is fucked up. Yeah, my hoodie's dope. You know what I really want? My hoodies are dope. I, I'm addicted to them. Um, uh, but but I I, I want to zi- I really like zip up jackets. But my hoodie oh, is zip up jacket dope. guy. You you're not. You're not. That makes me happy no to hear that. Way. Okay. That's weird. You think it's feminine? No, I just I don't know. I just think it's odd. It doesn't fit very well. Yeah, wow. Like, okay. Well, I'm five like, five you, and you're six twelve. Yeah, something like that. Do you keep them like all the way zipped up or do you keep is it like a no zipped up to the top? To the top. Um, <laughs> you hate me. Everything oh, you thought was man. cool. The last thing you thought that was cool about me is gone. Yeah, you're, you're 50. <laughs> Look, you, don't they don't, like, you don't even wear like a CEO shirt underneath the zip up. I, mean, like in the, I do. Zip-tip. I have a CEO yeah. shirt on underneath. I do. Peek out the chesticles a little bit. Come on. Um, Look at this girl that they've chosen. Who like, like her knees animation. are caved in. Um, she's got like some orange mark on her fucking cheek. Her look, what the fuck had, did the, did did a fucking one of the planes that hit the trades uh, world trade center hit her head too? look at look at what is that chunk of hair missing it's like somebody She's, took some razors and just accidentally stopped cutting her, her holding a bar of a bottle of pills she has like what what's this it's hair just on the inside of her legs and on the inside of her arm i mean it's just it's so fucked up Okay, go on. Start the process, like hormone replacement therapy. Mm, Some yes. people decide on hormones or surgeries to help their bodies match up to their gender identity mm-hmm. or how they feel inside about themselves. <laughs> your gender identity is real. Uh, you should be the one to decide what changes you want to make to your body. Pause. If you're trans- Planned Parenthood is pushing drugs on kids, hormone blockers... Hormone replacement therapy is what she exactly said. They're put f- for kids so that your imagine your imaginational your 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 self identity, which is your imagination, matches what you want it to be. Uh, what? Take these pills and you'll feel more like what you think you are. Hey, dude! Like, if you don't feel like how you think you are, you either need to change how you feel or change how you think. But it needs to be all up to you. They do not take pills for like you're nuts. I like how they use a gender gender neutral voice though. It's very very inclusive of them. Oh, that is a gender neutral voice. I thought that was a girl. Oh oh oh. Okay, go on. Gender or non-binary, you may find that your puberty experiences don't line up with your gender identity or how you. This is what the fuck. Yeah, and look at the back of the head is shaved, and there's a purple like swirly. This person is so fucked up. Look at the way her back is all rolled. Oh, Savon, it's just a cartoon, dude. Let me tell you, there's no mistake here. 
and choosing that's 100 a real human a human looks like that i guarantee it how come she has a necklace her her reflection isn't wearing the choker that her real person is wearing it's interesting because this is her chin oh my goodness and it just it's over hanging over the choker <laughs> yeah. this is so bad you see yourself that feeling can be uncomfortable scary and stressful if that sounds like you know that you're not alone there are medicines you can take to delay puberty for a while. They're called puberty blockers, and they work like a stop sign by halting the hormones testosterone and estrogen that cause puberty changes like facial hair growth and periods. Puberty blockers are safe and can give you more time to figure out what feels right for you, your body, and your gender identity. You don't have to have all of the answers right now. So remember, it's all a work in progress, and it may take time to figure out what feels right to you, but talking to a trusted adult and Okay, fine, done. Wow. What the fuck? Wow. Dude. Wow. Yeah, this should be illegal. I know. I know. I don't even, you know what? I don't even think they allow ads on TV in Europe for pharmaceutical companies. This is an ad pushing drugs to a kid to stop their fucking puberty. Testosterone replacement? I know. Isn't it crazy? Even Jeff, super liberal libtard, fucking knows. Like, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I love oh the trusted God. adult comment. It's like, oh, talk to a trusted doctor or adult. If you'd like to see if it's right for you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay, number fifty-two. Number fifty-two. Black culture? Question mark. I hope I have more Kanye stuff in here. Kanye's getting wild. Oh, this is great. This is fucking crazy. I don't even know what the fuck this is. Go back to the actual tweet for a second. This is nuts. Uh, this guy Delano Squires writes. Um, we need a CPA, Cultural Protection Agency, to set up strict regulations on the garbage being pumped into the black community by people who claim to speak for us. Michelle Obama started the organization for this ad. I I could not figure out what this is for. I honestly couldn't. I watched it twice. Uh, it says no. I go ahead and play like twenty seconds of this. This is fucking bizarre. No voting, no fucking. I think it's saying that if you don't vote, I think it's like girls telling, I think it's supposed to be um, melanated girls telling people that if you don't vote, we won't fuck you. I think that's what it's saying. No kissing, no loving. I think that's what it's saying. And it's supposed to inspire the women of that culture to, it's not even, I don't even know of that culture, of that skin color. I mean, the whole premise of the thing is fucking so, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Please keep going. Another 10 seconds of this nut, nut bullshit. This is a government ad. So sorry, go ahead. So she's swiping and she sees this guy. So she's, she's like tindering with him 
And I think she finds out he didn't vote, so he doesn't get no pussy. I think that's I, – I swear to God, I think that's what this ad is. And this is an organization yeah. started by Michelle Obama. This is fucking nuts. Have you seen the theory that Michelle Obama is actually a dude? Yeah. I try to, I try to <laughs> skip over all that shit. But yeah, I, I saw it. I you should ask Alex Stein about it. I wonder if he believes it. He probably does. Okay, let's listen to 10 more seconds. I want to see if I'm right about this. Is a nine, abs a ten, D is a to be determined. He got mad jokes. He don't seem broke. The only red flag that he don't vote. Oh, yes, yes. That's it. That's it. Okay. Wow. Hey, and, and what that guy Why? says, what's the guy's name who, who who tweeted this again? Let me see that guy. I want to give him some love here. Uh, uh, Delano, yeah, Delano. Delano Squires. Uh, let's see the last thing he tweeted. I want to see what else he tweets. Will you click his name? Does that hat mean he's a Muslim? Look at his hat. I think it's just a beanie. Uh, oh, and it looks like he was in the, he supports the military. Okay. Uh, what happens to a, let me see what he, his last tweet. What happens to a country when men trade their nuclear family and multi-general legacy for international co-parenting and multiple partner fertility. Oh, this is a smart cat. Oh, he's got 90 or 80,000 followers. Huh? I wonder if he's on Instagram. I wonder if I could reach out to him. Okay. Anyway, nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, Okay. Oh, uh, number 57. Um, if you have kids in the room, you probably want to take them out at this point. Well, you probably should take them out a long time ago. I saw this and I was fucking dying. I was dying. I sent this to too many people. Mom, now is a good time to use the bathroom. Here we go. Halloween's just around the corner and I'm going to be a goblin. Goblin that dick. Just a friendly reminder, Halloween's just around the corner, and I'm going to be a goblin. Goblin that dick. I like the way she says that. All right. All right. Grow up, Savon. So aggressive. So aggressive. Uh, number uh, 58. I, um, I, this, is, this is titled, How Stupid Would You Feel If You Voted For This Guy? Number 58. Oh, who is this? First of all, is this um, the governor? Is this the mayor of um? Is this who is this? this? Is the mayor mayor of uh, New York? I have no idea. Okay, I've never seen this guy in my life. I don't think he's the mayor is, of New York. Though. This is so. What's crazy is is that I remember when I was watching Trump in Puerto Rico shoot those threes with the paper towels, and I'm like, God, what a douche. <laughs> but but this like, oh, De Blasio. Thank you, Matt Burns. Yes, thank you, Jeff. This takes the absolute. This is just batshit crazy. What this guy does, I can I mean, it's he's either stupid or he he thinks the people of New York are so dumb, or they are so dumb. It could be everything, I guess. Okay, here we go. I guess it doesn't have to be either or. I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? You delicious fries. Wait a minute. But there's also a. A burger element to this. Let me let me check with Bill Needhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This could be breakfast. Okay. I want you to look at this and think about again. 
Some people love hamburgers, some don't really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. Free fries when you He's, this is the mayor of New York telling you that you can get not only free French fries, but a free hamburger if you get vaccinated. And he's really trying to sell this. This is the. Do you think that worked on anybody? Was anyone like, oh, I, of course it did. I could understand being like, hey, I'm going to get the vaccine. Should I do it over here or should I do it over here where I get a free hamburger and I choose the spot to get a free hamburger? But you think there's someone who's like sitting at home being like. Fuck, I wasn't going to leave the house today, but might as well go out and get a free hamburger and just get the shot. Mm, mm, probably less likely. I don't think it would motivate somebody so much either, unless they're just crazy fat bugs. Wow, Kenneth DeLapp, which is half the country. Kenneth DeLapp, I bet it worked on six out of ten people. Oh, please no. Well, it just worked on Bruce. No. Bruce is going out right now. Just... <laughs> Only if it's in an outburger, maybe I'd consider it, but greatest country in the world. I know. Can you imagine how bad it is everywhere else? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So fucking some weird. Of, some of the foreigners we work with still wear maps. Uh number fifty-nine. Uh it's I, I have the time code start at uh two nineteen. Oh, this is so good. This is so fucking good. Listen, this, I, I, um, I think Tracy Henderson is going to get me someone uh, gays against groomers on the show. And this is a uh, a tranny, drag queen. Is it drag queen and tranny same thing? Mm, I don't a, think so. A, a drag queen is a tranny that performs, like a, a thespian. Sure. Right? But like I think a fireman is a guy a who puts out fires. A firewoman is a guy who puts out um a, a woman who puts out fires. A tranny is just someone who's transgender, but a drag queen is a transgender who performs in the theater. Yes, I don't think it's always the case. I think you can be a performer but not transgender. You know. think you could be a drag queen but not be a tranny? Correct. You're just playing one when you're on stage. You're just like a cross dresser. All right, fine. Yeah, I see. I, I, I see that. You just uh, I'm only a crossfitter on. when I'm on this show. <laughs> what everybody else thinks uh okay <laughs> that's you asshole um, <laughs> uh okay um uh play this is a tranny who's like like just like yo listen motherfuckers this is so good uh a media spokesman for the library confirmed there is a media spokesperson for the library okay fuck it who cares play go ahead play this is so good it's at least one drag queen on planet earth who has spoken out against this practice, who goes by the name Kitty Demure. What What in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much, other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage? I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? It makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. 
there is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. Okay? So I don't think that this is a, a, an avenue you would want your child to explore. That's a very good point, sir. And I'm sure okay, that Okay, so was- last night when I had Hiller on, <laughs> I was talking about what real is. That's real. Because even, even though th- this person... From from a place that you would expect them to, to maybe be de- defend and have cognitive dissonance, they don't. Uh, what has a drag queen done to get your respect? Why is the left so adamant about not only – let's say you want to respect drag queens. I respect drag queens. Cool, fantastic, super talented. Wow, look at the talent and putting on all that makeup. Holy shit, you learned how to walk in high heels. That's really cool. You're doing. You're going out on a limb and putting, making yourself vulnerable and dressing in a certain way that other people might make fun of, blah, 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 all this stuff. But at what point do you fucking make the leap and overcourse correct and be like, I want them coming to my kid's elementary school? Like now you fucking lost me. What, what, like what? I never even considered it that way, but that is such a good point. <laughs> that lady's makeup was fucking amazing. Great. Makeup. I'd love to sit down and fucking drink about. a beer with her while she fucking puts that on and hang out with her. Smoke a fucking Dejarum. Hang out. See how, how, how he, how, how what he or that? she puts that just a clove cigarette. Oh, okay. But but what the fuck? Yeah, what? I mean, isn't that a brilliant way that um, he, she stated that? That's a, yeah, that's really, I, I like the way that that was put. Yeah, there's nothing. Nice. Um, there's a guy, Douglas Murray, who is a, a, a gay guy. And, and he, he is an author, super famous, does the circuit, Bill Maher, all that shit. And he said this thing one time, too, that really resonated with me. He goes, dude. I, I'm not impressed by the gays who walk around in the assless chaps at the gay pride parade with the fucking leash on one guy um, and, and and you're walking two guys around and you're a guy. But that's the perception that so many people have of gay people because that's the perception in the media. And if that is what's going on, that should not be around kids. doesn't matter if the kids are gay or straight or on puberty blockers. Did you see just like what, kids shouldn't well, be scared like that fucking bitch was doing when I started the show. It was scaring those kids. That was fucking nuts. Sorry, go ahead, Caleb. Did you see the, uh, who was it? Danny Spiegel and Alex Smith. Yeah, I saw all that. Yeah. 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 That's the pumpkin stuff. Yeah. It's kind of what you're describing. Yeah. They can have all the, yeah. Go get it, guys. I'm okay with it. Yeah. You have fantastic bodies. Do you do your thing? Sure. I'd love to know the end game for her. A million, a trillion Instagram followers. I don't know. If if you looked at Danny Spiegel's account, if you looked at her account from the last, let's say, three years, and you tracked, let's say, you pick ten criteria that her account has done in terms of the kinds of posts it does, and you look at fifty other girls who also are on that same path, and you look where. A ninety percent of them end up. That's called uh, a predictive value. <laughs> That's called stats. Uh, I heard Christmas Abbott has an OnlyFans account. I heard it's not OnlyFans; it's her own. It's her own version of OnlyFans. Do you know about this? 
No, and then she recruits other girls to do it. And I heard it's I haven't I haven't seen it, but I heard there's all sorts of porn on it. You can watch Christmas do do stuff. Not surprised, honestly. Yeah. Well, there's a path you take. If you race go-karts as a little kid, if you become a pro, you get to the Indianapolis of 500. If you start taking fucking pictures of yourself in a bikini at 16 on Instagram, that you, when you're a pro, you're um, 35 grabbing your ankles on OnlyFans for $7.50. I mean, and I'm not judging that. Christmas fans, that's what it's called. Oh, is it called Christmas fans? Yeah, yeah. so you can do whatever. I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you that there's a trajectory. I'm, and I'm not being approved. Do do you do you? But don't do it to our kids. Uh, number sixty. Everything causes blood clots. I don't even remember any of these. It's so great. It's like a surprise for me. It's like Christmas. It's like I wrapped my own presents and then came back next year to open them. Heart problems and blood clots. This week's reason is car exhaust and climate change. One of the people's favorite drinks could be causing blood clots. It's black tea. Loneliness caused by social media is now a new leading cause for heart attacks and blood clots among young people. Are bloods getting thick? Yeah. <laughs> your blood thickens and then clots. What extreme heat can do to your body? Herbal supplements. Herbal supplements are the new thing causing heart problems in young people. Certain sleeping positions can cause blood clots and heart attacks. Napping and uh, showering. Cold showers. Cold showers and napping is what's causing heart problems, uh, strokes, and blood clots this week. We just wanted to let everyone know. Hopefully no one's taking naps or showering out there. Teens are getting irregular heartbeats from air pollution. Warning, woman who ate the same fruit daily almost lost her leg from dangerous blood clots. So this is a... You don't think she also had diabetes? It's fucking A new development of grapefruit. University student dies of joy after hearing he'd passed his exams with flying colors. Very sad to hear... Joy can cause heart problems, it sounds like. Scientists studying temperature at which humans spontaneously die with increasing urgency. Life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. Along with that, there's also been an increase in certain medical diagnoses, such as miscarriages and Bell's palsy. Heart attacks are becoming increasingly more common in women under 50, and medical experts can't figure out how. There is another thing... <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Oh I don't even know where to start. Hey, here's the other thing, though. I want to say another avenue that 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 path Danny Spiegel's on. The other, the other one of the other things that happens also is that like they find God, and then they start like speaking up about like you pivot, you pivot to the Lord, like Jesus, like course corrected me. That's like the other way. So that there's always like that. I don't know if it's an off ramp, but like some of the people get that. Like you see that one too. I was on a, I was on one path and God took me off to the other. I was racing go karts and I was about to go to the Indianapolis 500, and then God showed me that I should really be taking care oh, of butter, butterflies. Good. What? Oh, I said Danny it. Spiegel, and they showed up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How would I? What does that even mean? Chat sixty nine is that is that a website? Like, let's say I want to get on, I want to go there. Where do I go? 
chat-69.xyz. XYZ is a is a is a um it's like a dot com dot org. There's a dot XYZ. Yeah, well I don't sure. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not looking that up. All right, fine. That's why that's why that's why that's why you don't make the big money, Caleb, because you have fucking gonna, boundaries. I'm not gonna spam my I'm not gonna get your malware computer. on my new computer. <laughs> oh that's good. Okay, so uh, listen, no no more napping or showers. Um number sixty one oh shit, what's it not half? Number sixty one, this is more of an insurrection than January sixth. Sixty one. Hey, my my show with uh so normally our shows do get like um, our shows get fucked up. Like every show we get like a warning because of the stuff I say. And then I go and I ask for a, I appeal the warning at the end of every show. And almost 99 percent of them, we get the appeal. We, we win. YouTube goes, OK, you're right. But the fucking one with Blade, something was said in there that they didn't like. I can't imagine what could have possibly it been. I could think of one or two things. Really? Actually? I, I, yeah, but I didn't say them. Okay. Um, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. Uh, ready. Nothing that hasn't been said on the show, though, before. That's weird. Which is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, action. I want everyone to see this. This is McPherson Square in Washington, D.C. You should know what a decrepit hole has been created of your nation's capital by this ruling regime. Now, right there is the, right there is the White House, okay? And across the street from the White House is a tent city. Check it out. It's a literal tent city. I'm going to show you. This is a, a, a single block from the White House grounds. Have you seen this on the news? Anybody showing you this? Why would you let a tent city form anywhere in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital? That's got to be a security threat. There's a fucking squirrel in that cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He even he even says that, too. He even says there's a squirrel. Dude, I fucking I hate going to D.C. Every time I've gone there, it's just a disaster. Yeah, it is a disaster. It is a disaster. I mean, that's just one spot, too. Like, if you just go around all the monuments and stuff, like, or if you're just walking around, like, it's it's terrible. Hey, Sean, uh, Blade told a story where he pulled up at a scene and there was a drunk dude. And, and, and his friends were trying to take him out of the bar and push him into a car. And the guy was like, had his hands up on the van door like this. He said it looked like they were trying to take him hostage. And the guy was fighting like, fuck no, fuck no. And the guy was 6'1", 220. And he had his shirt off. And Blade showed up and goes, hey, let that guy go. And the guy turns around and puts his fists up and goes, what's up, nigga? You want some of me? Oh, that's right. And Blade told that story. And then Sounds like, a, sounds like <laughs> and Blade, I liked it how Blade goes, and you know the guy was white. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Hey, I'm going to try to make that dude regular. That dude has to be. Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I love hearing, I love hearing police talk about that stuff. 
It's because I'm an immature young boy at heart. Yeah, you can't have if if you can't if you can't stop um, a bunch of protesters who are not starting fires who don't have guns from just walking into the Capitol, then you sure as fuck have to see a tent city where fucking people can be hiding out as a massive security threat. It's fucking nuts. Um. Okay, this is uh, one of my favorite clips of all time. I cannot even believe I'm about to show you this. I hope you guys can all see this clearly. Uh, good morning, Jody. Hey, how oh, are you? Hi, I'm great. I'm excited. Pumped. Good. How are you? I'm just, I know you guys are talking about so many different topics. I'm just, I'm kind of laughing and envisioning you getting a call from Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was great, right? Matt Souza calling from Rome. Did you just tell it? No, not Matt Souza. Matt Frazier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a great call. Did you tell, did you tell the whole room to quiet down? It's Matt. No, I would. You want to know? I was at I was at Greg's house and we were in his garage, just hanging out. A bunch of us just hanging out, and the kids were playing. And then I just saw Facetime from Matt, and I answered it. And then he, at first he was just making small talk with me, like for three minutes. I I do not like small talk. Like, don't ever call me unless you need something. Like, I like call me and be like, hey, Sevon, can you pick me up? Hey, Sevon, I liked your show yesterday. I don't think you should say this. Hey, Sevon, I loved your show. Can you do it? Like, I'm not interested. I don't mind small talk if it, like, comes in afterwards. Yeah, but, but didn't it surprise you? Weren't you just like, oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. So he small talked me for, like, <laughs> like three or four minutes. And then I'm like, okay, dude, I got to go. Um, nice hearing from me. He goes, wait a second. And then he goes, I just want to get something, you know, off my chest. And that's when he, he shared some bunch of thoughts with me. Well, it makes me feel good that you guys spoke. It made me feel good, too, to tell you the truth. It made me really good. That's and it was good. nice that he FaceTimed me That's so, like, good. we could look into each other's eyes. And it was cool. I actually I, – I, 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 I was um, – I was more than pleased. I was very happy. It was nice. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, great shows. Everything – I mean, I just don't even work. I just watch your shows. Well, thank you. No, no one works anymore. <laughs> no. Bill thing. was really good. Bill was really good, but I wouldn't say he's the greatest. Oh, well, it was just so easy for me. It was so easy for I me. I mean, Blade, Blade was great. Blade was Barbell great. Saves was, Barbell Saves. That guy was awesome. Barbell who? Barbell, Barbell Saves. saves. I, don't I forget who, his name. I don't know who that is. He's the one Barbell Saves. The, 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 sober, the sober gym. I'm having trouble remembering that. He's running a treatment center out of his room where they do CrossFit. Oh, was his name Kessler? What was that yeah. guy's name? Was he? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A uh, handsome guy who fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that was, fu that guy, that was easy too. That guy just fucking, I just popped a cork on him yeah, and he just he fucking just, ran. Yeah. Great. But all the shows are great. So thank you. I thank you. Keep, keep it up. Keep hey, it up. okay. I okay. Go. I'll tell you real quick, Jody. There was one show that wasn't yeah. great. What? Only one, though. I'm gonna, tell me and I'll tell, I'll give you a thumbs up or down. Okay, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to look um uh videos. I'm going uh Gary Roberts, Justin Nunley, Brendan um McNerney. Uh Brendan McNerney wasn't my wasn't my best. I I felt like there were some issues with the timeline there. Um Oh, Alma was Oh, Scott Sure. The guy with the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Oh yeah, no, we all chatted through that one. That one was like not good. The, the first, chat room was way better. That was my fault. The first. Go ahead. 
If you if you looked at the chat room on that one, it was on fire. Okay. We were all like, what the hell? We were uh, like, what? The first 30 minutes, that was my fault. The first 30 or 40 minutes, I was a mess. I just, I had too many ideas. I wanted to like too many questions and, and I couldn't get like on a thread. That was my fault, not his. Well, if it's a boring show, don't worry. We're all having fun in the chat. Hey, oh, great. Thank you. No, none of the shows are boring. Careful. Watch your mouth. Listen to this. Okay. Now that I have you here, um, uh, Ellie Turner, I thought was fucking awesome. But someone oh, says, Oh my God, she's great. This yeah, guy Adrian says bad host but great content from Ellie and it got a thumbs up. Someone like eat a dick. Yeah, they must not be a regular. Yeah. Even the balance guy was awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, that Plotman? balance thing? Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, all of them were great. All right. Hey, I gotta go. Bye bye. Fine. All right. Do that. Be like that. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, number 62. Listen, we're going to have to play this like three or four times because we got to get this playing without a stutter. You have to see oh. this. You won't even fucking believe what you're about to see. Oh, no. <laughs> you won't even believe what you're about to see. Hey, Jeff, you should sit back in a chair and get your lotion out. You're going to love this. This is right up your alley, Jeff Bicko. Look at this. This is crazy. These are two guys wrestling. Someone wrote, this would be the day I quit wrestling. Look at this. Here we go. Oh. oh, they can't see it. It's stuttering. They can't see it. Will you mute the volume? Let's see if, if it... Um. Oh, it's such a shame that that's not playing fluidly. This guy's chin gets dragged across this guy's cock. Look at... His chin. Oh, my God. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. I want I need to see the rest of the match. Does that guy win? I hope so. He deserves it. Look at Jessica says it's getting mushroom stamped. I don't even know what that means. But I like what it. the fuck? How does a girl know that? Who does Jessica? Do you have like seven brothers and you? Oh mushroom she's the one that's stamped? A cop. She's a cop. Oh, so she just hangs out with dudes, dickhead dudes all day. Yeah. Oh my goodness, mushroom stamp. He lost even if he won. <laughs> oh my goodness. His chin. I mean that you should have a, I'd have a rule. I, I would have a rule. I'm not wrestling anyone with a penis bigger than mine. I mean that is that kid that just has a meat stick in there. Holy fuck, dude. I I so I sent that to Darian. Uh, weeks the guy who does the ufc show with me i'm like hey don't they wear cups he goes no you're not allowed to have anything hard on you well he does i know <laughs> you think that's hard you, uh, that would make me feel way better he if that was hard i feel like it's it, uh, it needs to maybe. be it's gotta be okay um blood flow down there uh Oh, uh, number 65, there's no there's no video of this, but that guy Alma that I had on the show, it sounds like he's going to uh, – he said he's going to run for office. He's going to run for Congress in 2028. I guess he has to live in the country for seven years first or something or be a citizen for seven years. Oh, yeah. Bailey sense. Walker gives Caleb an award. Thanks, Bailey. It's only taken me fucking 400 shows. 
He got one. His best joke. Um, we talked about North Korea firing a rocket over Japan. All right. Trump sues CNN for $475 million. What, yeah, what was that all about? Was that like defamation of character or something? Yeah. Uh, you know that kid that CNN showed that footage of at the Lincoln Monument when he was in the face of that Native American guy and the way they cut it, they never showed yeah. that it was the Native American guy who got in his face and they made the kid look bad. I, I think that kid got over $100 million. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Can anyone confirm that? I think it was crazy, crazy money. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Obama's brother endorsed Trump. I thought that was fucking hilarious. His half-brother endorses Trump. It's fucking awesome. I got a guy coming on the show, Philip Kelly. He got COVID. He's a healthy dude, almost died. It, none of it makes sense to me. I, I can't wait to talk to him. Is that the one who he does? He's a CrossFitter and he got COVID. Obama's brother endorsed Romney, too. Uh, it was a lot of money, and oh. CNN didn't even flinch giving it out. Yeah, well, yeah, he, he sued the news network. I, don't, I think he, that's what happened. He, he got sue. massive. It's a massive payout. I, like you know what? I, I want to say it's it's even it's it's closer to two hundred than one hundred is the, is what I heard. Something nuts that I couldn't I couldn't even believe. I wanted to be like, nah, it, I don't believe it. It looks like he's. They said he's seeking one hundred ninety five million, but total he's looking for almost two billion combined with all the news networks that he's collectively suing. God, I hope that kid doesn't get into drugs. He's fucked, dude. He's, if he gets that money, he's fucked. Uh, number seventy-two. Uh, I would. I wish I had more of this clip to show you. It's the Liver King. Uh, don't talk about my wife. I wish I could see. I wish I could see how this ended. Out. Do you? Here we go. You have to have sex in a certain position because you're so big and sometimes fat guys have a problem they have to they have to go into a certain position because yeah. i mean you're massive right so yeah. so and also i don't know how, how well endowed you are but like what's the situation with your what how what position do you have to go in a position or are you guys fully flexible because you're both very muscular yeah um <laughs> here's the thing um never talk about my wife in this context oh now do you so he's asking the liver king about Bone and his wife, and Liver King says, "Don't ever talk about my wife in this context." Who I, is this guy? Who is this fucking Ethan guy? This guy, every fucking, this, almost this almost guy grosses me out. On. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. Almost every sh every show that he's been on ever since, after, like after we had him on, except for like probably Mark Bell's podcast, has been a fucking disaster. They like they try they basically like make fun of him all the time. Well, they're trying like, to, right? They're trying to make a mockery like, of his. It's like dinner for schmucks brand. for them. Yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. It's, they, they have like no respect for him. Very frustrating. I mean, this guy doesn't respect himself either. Oh, for sure. I don't know why that guy creeps me out so much. This he looks like a guy. perv, dude. 
<laughs> something is off with him. Even the way he holds his hands, there's there's something. I'm, I'm, He's trying I'm, to fucking stroke the mic. Something's not right. Okay. Bye, Ethan. Fuck that guy. Um, number 63. My brother from another mother, Kanye. West. Otherwise, I think he changed his name to Ye. You know why you never change your name? Because then every time there's going to be places you go where they're going to be like, is this your real name? And then you're going to have to say no. And you're going to have to, it's going to, it's like a whole nother page of paperwork you have to fill out giving your, your previous name. I just came for the comments. George Lovett says, um, white lives matter. This is obviously so fucking absurd, but not any more absurd than black lives matter. No one cares. I, 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 I like the, I like the way even, even one of the guys in, in our comments said it for a uh, jiggy. Josh said it like, how about just one race? How about just one people? But once again, uh, going back to that original clip that we talked about in the beginning of the show, it sure is, it sure as fuck does help when people with dark skin start speaking up. It, it fucking really does help. And it's sad. It's a sad commentary that it has to be that way, but it's where we're at. And the truth is the, the 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 truth is is at the end of the day who's being who's being hurt the most the people that are supposedly being tried to be helped. But I, on the other hand, it's great that the conversation is really it's it's fucking come a long way. Holy fuck, the conversation's come a long way. Uh, number sixty four, super hot chicks banned from the subway. This is fucking nuts. The United Kingdom, I think it's specifically in London, but maybe it's the entire country, has banned images of unattainable bodies. I don't even know what the fuck unattainable means. Unrealistic body images from the transport system. So if you wanted to post to put a poster up there, if you wanted to buy an ad that showed your bathing suit and the chick's body was like um, uh, too hot, I guess, or too skinny or tits were too big. Like what's un unrealistic? How about all the chicks with fake tits? How about we just ban all of them from those ads? Because that's not realistic. As I listen, listen, listen to the the kind of book. Will you go back the other way? Listen to the kind of bullshit they write too. As a father of two teenage girls, I'm extremely concerned about this kind of advertising, which can demean people, particularly women, and make them ashamed of their bodies. It's high time it came to an end. Con said, "Yeah, so I'm going to censor the world." To protect my daughters. You fucking idiot. More than 70,000 people signed petitions calling for its removal. But the regulator later, hey, it doesn't matter how many people fucking signed a petition in a free country. Do you realize that? Like our constitution is supposed to fucking protect us from fucking the, the, even if the majority wants to do stupid shit. That's why we have a constitution. I don't know if, how the UK works. There's a petition on change.org to stop Putin from invading Ukraine. Oh, Jesus. Please tell me how that's going to work. That's great. I, I have no problem with you. Like, if you want to walk around with signs outside the subway and be like, hey, fuck Calvin Klein for showing these skinny bitches who are on heroin in the ads. I don't want my daughter seeing it. Go for it. But to, like, just ban that shit. Because you're afraid it's going to corrupt your kid. Dude, our Planned Parenthood and our tax dollars are being used to peddle fucking 
hormone replacement therapy to kids. But you don't want chicks that are too hot in the subway? Unrealistic body types? Hurtful. Uh, number 69, Portland, nice. the worst city in the United States. I don't know if that's true, but it, it's got, if it's not, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine being wrong. A worker with the biocleaning company contract, contracted with the city of Portland, Oregon, to remove discarded street needles shows us what their facility process at any given time. So this is a this guy, um, his company pulls needles off the streets in Portland. And I don't know how long it took them to collect these, but it says they basically say it's always like this. Here we go. Look at these needles. Let me give everybody a little example in Portland, Oregon. Uh, how much used rigs we clean up off the streets. Dude. Dude, we Are don't even use that many in a each month. One of these is probably 100 pounds. Are you fucking kidding me? Also, don't touch that. Don't. Yeah, that's scary, right? Don't touch that. That's so scary that he does that. Oh, that freaks me out. Yeah, don't do that. Is that incredible? Hey, listen. Isn't they say? Imagine this. They gave the they gave the vaccine to protect the people in this country from something that was scary. You're telling me that all of that shit was pulled off of the streets of one city? That's discarded waste. Those are all used, right? Yeah, for sure. Dude, our hospital doesn't even use that in like a month. Like we don't have that many sharps. Like Do you even have one bucket full like that? No. Not even one bucket. Not even one tenth of that. Not even close. We no. None of I couldn't even gauge it off of what we're looking at right now. Like, okay, here. This is a bucket. How often does that fill up? Once every like three, four months. Crazy. Like we don't even do that. They don't care. That That's the other thing you could do to contextualize any time. Like if the government's like, oh, we care. So we have to give everyone the vaccine because we're afraid of blah, blah. No, they're not. Mr. Hi. Val, Mr. Val. Hi. What's going on, brother? No, just I should have wrapped up the show uh, twenty minutes ago. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. I'm, I'm I'm very well. How's uh, Mr. Beaver? I'm good. How's the baby? Wonderful. I just uh, figured I'd throw the show off the rails a little bit because uh, wanted to tell uh, old Sevy like, uh, hey, you need to do more live call-in shows because I uh, for the next six or eight weeks or so, I'm going to need to see some Beaver. Because <laughs> it's out well, of commission. You know one of my friends. You, you know what one of my. You know what one of my friends uh, told. Oh, John Young. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Crazy fast. So John Young last night was saying uh, he was uh, watching the show and we were, he was saying that he could do Fran in two fifteen. I think he said he had never done it before, and he just texted me and said two minutes is fast. Yeah, two minutes is crazy fast. It's absurd. It was kind. Of, it's kind of like it's not even nice to do that to the games athletes. One of my friends told me um, that a that um, his wife's vagina looked like after she gave birth looked like she had sat on a hand grenade. 
That's horrible. Goodness. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in so much trouble for saying that out loud. Oh, so uh, the accuracy, though, you know, it's a, it's a very good analogy. But it was crazy. Um, how old's the baby now? One, how, how old's the baby now? Uh, only, only um, two days old. Two days. Born Wednesday. Born Wednesday in in my master bedroom uh, on the toilet. Wow! Um, wow! Shit. Yep. Yep. I was I I was the one who received the baby. I, I caught her, as they say. Yes. Uh, accompanied dude. by two by two midwives, um, and uh, handed her straight to to mama, and we had a wonderful moment. It was uh it was uh indescribable it, it was insane um but man the the whole experience that uh, she went into labor sunday um so it was a long long uh laborious process <laughs> i mean yeah um, it was it was it was very um you know she's freaking tough man <laughs> going through labor that long and then and then delivering um the, the the way she did um it's uh, a lot of a lot of people would say like well that's unconventional and the funny part is that that that's the most conventional it's the you know people who say that they're old school are the ones that are like go to the hospital get it cut out and and be done with it but that's like that's like the they think they're old school that's the new school way like this is the way in, in my opinion anyway especially after this past weekend um like that that's how it's supposed to happen no no nothing no no medication no drugs no no c-section no cutting anything no no nothing she was completely capable of doing it because guess what she was built to do it hey and then then, did the baby just start feeding right away dylan uh not right away um but but yeah like fairly fairly soon after for sure yeah right yeah th- yeah that's what i mean yeah that's awesome doesn't that make you feel so good as soon as you see it latch onto the tit you're like fuck mission complete yes 100 percent. no the the second that i knew i had two healthy girls i mean it was just like oh wait wow. they were twi- and, wait and they were twins no i just mean uh, oh. my wife and my baby girl oh, oh right, um, right 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 yeah, the pe- people's worries of, of the home birth thing were, were preposterous. They were so, um, it, you talk about, you know, having, having a, a thinking bigger, right? Don't, <laughs> I mean, it, their worries were, were anything that could possibly be a worry with just giving birth in general. And it had, it had zero to do with being at a hospital or not. Um, the, the potential risks that come with giving a birth giving birth um, through the vaginal canal, like naturally, like how it's supposed to be, there can be risk of hemorrhaging. There could be risk of all these things. Those are part of it, you know? Um, and how happy are you that you don't have period. to go, go anywhere? It was, that was the best part is that we shared these crazy intimate moments in the middle of the night, no sleep for four days um, where she's just going through contractions and I'm just doing everything in my power to, to alleviate some of that pain. And, and she's being what looks like torture to me from my perspective. I'm, I, you know, my heart was breaking cause I just, you know, I wanted to get her out of that pain and the baby just wouldn't come. Um, but she was out of position 
And so from, from what we're told through uh, the midwives and, and, and everything that they, they say that most babies get stuck and are at high risk for getting stuck in complications because they're in a hospital because they're in stirrups and they don't move around. The, the mom is in stirrups the whole time during labor, and that doesn't give the baby a chance to really get in the proper position to be delivered. And so because we were at home, she was able to move around, get on the ball, hang, squat, go up and down the stairs, I mean, do all kinds of uh, these things to where once the baby finally did get into position, couple hours of, of good pushing and, and boom, we got a healthy baby. Hey, were you and, tripping? Like the baby came out and then the baby's eating and then the umbilical cords cut and then they leave and you're like, Oh fuck. It's me and you and this no. fuck. There's someone new in the house. I was tripping. No. I was like, what the I, fuck? There's three of us now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, I know what you mean for sure. There's I was like, like, yeah, like, who's this dude? <laughs> I still look at him in the back of my car. I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? He's like, what do you mean? I've been back here for yeah. eight years. He just turned eight. I'm like, all right, all right, you can stay. So weird. She made another <laughs> human and now you're just there with it. Yeah, for so sure. It, you know, it, it, it was hard to believe that, that she came out of my wife. You know, it was like, and especially because our, she was giant. This is nine pounds, 11 ounces. Wow. 22 wow. inches long. God. Wow. Um, Congratulations. And, That's and a my, healthy baby. That feels good. That feels so good. Congrats, man. It was beautiful. And check this out. You'll love this. The whole time during the pregnancy, um, she was taking Paul Saladino's um, uh, organ supplements. Oh, fan fantastic. Wow. And it that was the whole kind of baseline along with other supplements, vitamin D and, and such. But, um, that was the whole reason why, um, the baby was so healthy and, and grew into term all the way 42 weeks. Um, and yeah, ours was late too. Avi came at 42 weeks too. It was fucking crazy. And contrary to popular belief, everybody thinks 30, 39 weeks, you got to get it out or else blah, 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 blah. And, Hey, that's illegal in California, by the way. Um, I, Avi came past the due date by, I, I can't remember if it's two weeks or three weeks, but at that point, it's illegal. You're not allowed to home birth. I mean, we still did, but. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They, they, I think Ohio is a little bit um, more lax on that, but there are still pretty strict laws with the midwife practice with home births. What did your wife say after she had the baby? I, I remember my wife, uh, I heard, she doesn't even remember saying this, but as soon as the baby came out, I heard her go, I did it. And I was like, I looked at her. I was oh, like, wow. That's a fucking, what a great thing to say. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's amazing. I, I caught her and I was, I was sent through what might be described as like a DMT trip immediately. Like, whoa, like I flashed through the universe. Like it was crazy. It was such a, you know, psychedelic kind of experience in that very moment. And I had her in my hands and I was just like mind blown, huge eyes staring at her. And I handed her to my wife and, and she just said, that's my baby. Oh, that's real? awesome. Is she real? Oh my God. And just like embraced her. And then we embraced each other. And like, you know, I'm cramped up by the side of the toilet, like trying to get a good angle to hug her, you know? And, uh, the midwives were, were amazing. They were, um, they were wonderful. And yeah, they, they, they cleaned up like there was a murder scene. They freaking, <laughs> I mean, they, they wiped out everything and, and 
and then packed up and, and checked on mom and, and then got out of there. And then it was just us. And, um, we finally, um, let the, let the in-laws up, uh, later on that day. But, um, we, yeah, isn't it, it was, weird it, even seeing people? It's kind of like, you're like, Hey dude, like, I don't know about you, but I was so happy. I didn't have to go anywhere. And I didn't really want to see or talk to anyone. Like, I just wanted to be like, just stay like, like you're just in the nest. Like, Hey, we're just chilling. Just yeah. like everyone chill. There'll be time. Chill. Everyone chill. Yes, for sure. We, I mean, like you're coming off of mushrooms or something. Like you said, it's like yeah. a DMT trip. It's like, Hey dude, we need to fucking like get our shit together for a second. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty close to the in-laws not even being able to be there for a whole day. Um, but you know, talking back and forth, I was like, you should, well, we'll let them come up, you know? And, um, <clears throat> but they were the only ones who came over thankfully. And, um, they were only over for a few hours. And, um, but after like, then we experienced a whole day together, just us and this new addition to our family. And it was wonderful the baby is so well behaved. I mean, it's no, no fussing. She's very healthy. So she doesn't cry. You know, she, I mean, she, we just feed her and she sleeps and, and, and uh, you know, that's about it. And I could stare at her all day. It's, it's, uh, it's hey, a beautiful thing. Hey, the best thing that I can think of, I totally forgot about this that I invested in is, um, I think we got it before the baby came, but I went, I got my wife a leather chair that reclines. Mm, yeah and she basically just lived in that thing for fucking months so yeah, just like i actually a, going to pick one up today oh awesome yeah and she fucking loved it it was a it was a fucked up yellow color i liked it but it was the only one that they had in stock at the baby store and it was expensive i think it, it, it was i mean it felt it was like 900 bucks or 1500 bucks something stupid but man it's for the three babies she had to sit in a chair a comfortable chair and be able to breastfeed and throw your feet up fuck yeah, no kidding. I mean, you're probably going to keep that chair forever too. I think I think we gave it to someone. We probably should have. We probably should have. Yeah, I I told I told my wife, hey, look, if we ever move, we're taking that fucking toilet with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. But what I want to tell you about the 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 Paul Saladino uh, heart and soil. She took that through the entire term of her pregnancy, and the midwives were mind blown about how healthy she was and about how healthy the baby was, but mainly how healthy the amniotic sac was. Oh. It was so thick and strong along with her placenta was incredibly big and, and healthy and, and strong. The umbilical cord was very strong and they chalked it up to those supplements. Well, have you, you should, and, you should send him a, a, a DM or a text or, or a, a, a email. He would love to hear that. He would love to hear that. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I, I saw um I saw he does that sometimes. I, I'm like subscribed to him, so I, I know he, he takes uh, personal stories like that. So that would be something to do, definitely. Uh Melissa, you know what's crazy is um uh it's illegal to have twins at home in California. We also had our twins at home and we had uh we had two we had three midwives for the twins. There's one for the mom and one for each baby, but then our doula was a Ugandan woman who had done over a hundred fucking births of twins in the villages in Uganda. And she was fucking money. So yeah, the twins came out. One of my, 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 my second twin came out, not breathing. 
Um, and I, and I thought for sure he was dead. He was completely gray Ari. And, um, they, uh, they basically just put this mask on his face with like a Turkey baster and fucking basically gave mouth to mouth, jump started him like within 30 seconds, he started coughing and crying and he was on the tit. And I was thinking if that wouldn't have been a home birth, they would have taken the baby from us and it probably would have never breastfed. Exactly. And that would have, and that would have been fucked up for him. We got to, she got to sit there with the placenta in the, in a bowl that's floating in the toilet and the umbilical cord still attached, holding our baby skin to skin until that umbilical cord turned gray. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All that shit's so awesome. Right. They, they cut that, you know, they don't let you have 30, 45 minutes for that thing to drain. They cut that right away. I mean, everything that the, that the standard of practice is in a hospital, which is basically some dork in a, in a white lab coat telling you to turn over the room, you know, give them the Pitocin and do some, cut them, you know, get out of the room so we could get another body in here so we could make more money. It's, it's little regard for the actual baby or, or, or mom. Um, at home, we got to, well, what you might think, do it the right way, right? I mean, get, make sure that the baby gets that the rest of that placenta and 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 that skin to skin immediately they're not going to wrap her up right away you know it was um it was everything that we we had the whole reason why we did it was was to have those kind of abilities to do so and without any pressure from from some doctor saying that you know we we got to move along we got to you know i was in all the i was in a, i was in this other i was in a, a, another a birth one time a woman in labor and it was at a hospital and the doctor walks in and he says, hi. And he introduces himself and he says, Oh, I've been here a month and I haven't seen a live birth yet. Only C-sections. I hope you get to make to a live birth. I hope I get to see your live birth. And I was like, what the fuck? That's your wow. opening line. Wow. Yeah. Our midwife told us, our midwife told us that something like 25 or 30% of babies are, are cut out. And she said that 100%, if you would have been in the hospital, this baby would have been cut out of you. Yeah, it sounds like a long labor. They for sure would have, yep. Yeah, so all in all, as much as the worry that came down the pipeline from all of our family members that we were trying to shut out and keep you know, keep away because it wasn't our focus, obviously. Everyone was worried for... for for, for no, you know, it was... They were, to the uninitiated, yeah, it seems crazy, but we look at it like, well, women have been doing this for all of eternity up until like what the 1940s or fifties, they've been giving birth in hospitals before that it was at home. And then before that, I mean, maybe you didn't even have a doctor doing it. You had, you had aunt and mom and grandma and you know, (laughs) it it always happened this way. So um, all in all, everything happened perfectly. And it was just the most incredible experience of my life. And um, I was just, I figured I'd call in. I'm happy to share. Um, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, awesome. Uh, thanks, brother. Congratulations. Love you guys, man. Congratulations, doing man. It. Baby. He got a baby. That's awesome. Um, what is, what, what's Trish saying here? Trish always says that. Uh, I just keep the Vaseline within arm's reach. He breastfeeds her 18-year-old stepson. Oh, Wow. Jeez, Trish, do you have any boundaries? Um. All right. Uh. Thank you, guys. I. What? What's tomorrow? Do we have? What is tomorrow? Oh shit! Tomorrow's Saturday. 
Oh, Jamie Jenkins tomorrow. Awesome. Okay. This is going to be a great show tomorrow. I, th I think the subject is COVID. Uh, and COVID deaths. Um, uh, vaccine deaths. Should be interesting. This is the one that's going to get me kicked off of YouTube. Um, I will uh, see you guys tomorrow, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Bye-bye.